right, welcome again to Relative Reaction. Hello, hello. As always, I'm your host, Travis. Um, Mama Brian. And thank you so much for joining in and listening in to yet another week here. We are in the month of February after the year-long month of January. <laughs> okay. January, t oh, it took forever for me. Yeah. Like, I, I usually don't really agree with a lot of those memes and all that say, oh, this took forever. Wednesday. Yeah. The January this time, fucking agree. I, I swear know, man. that 31 days took about 310 for me. I just think the weather this January has been freaking awesome around here. It's been weird. Yeah. That one day we had, what, 73 degrees in Something January? Something like that. It was crazy high. I was like, damn, open your pools. And then today, <laughs> all while I was at work, mind you, I, I don't think I work that long. I usually <laughs> only work like 10 hours or so. I, I experienced, I'm pretty sure, all four seasons. <laughs> Not uncommon. I got into work. It was 33 degrees, so cold. Mm -hmm. No precipitation, just very cold. Right. Then, about an hour or so later, it started snowing, like hard snowing to where it was sticking. Mm -hmm. A good quarter of an inch, half an inch. It didn't snow for like long, long, but right. enough to definitely accumulate everywhere. Then we looked out, and it was raining. Then, by the time I left, it was sunny and 55. <laughs> Gotta love it. What the hell? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I like the end part. The end, the end was perfectly. I was okay with. I was thinking. I'm just trying the, to figure uh, out all the in between of how I went from going in super cold, looking out the window. Oh man, it's snowing. Oh wow, it accumulated. No, oh, it's kind of drizzling now. Oh, it's sunny and not terribly freezing. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing when uh, we went grocery shopping today. On the way there, it was raining, but I seen snow coming off of some vehicles. Yeah. You know, like driving down the highway. We go in, we shop, we come out. And it's nice. That's... I was like, hmm. was, I don't know what happened. Like, every time I looked out one of the windows, it was a different hmm. a different climate outside. Maybe I went out the wrong door. I didn't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I stayed in the same spot all day. Yeah. It was weird. Well, uh, we do love to hear from you guys, yep. as yep. always. We always like to make that very well known. And to do that, you can simply follow us on Facebook, on mm -hmm. Twitter. You can even email us if you don't do social media for whatever reason. Reaction 2018 at gmail.com. Everything I put in the description below, in the links. We love hearing from you. Uh, like I said, if you look up Relative Reaction, you will find us on Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Relative React Pod, you can find all kinds of different places to look yep. at us even. Yep, yep. Uh, like last week, someone was saying, hey... I love listening. I travel a lot, and this podcast definitely helps break up the monotony once a week. Aww. So that's glad always to great be to there hear. For I'm you. Glad we can do that. Yeah, if you travel a lot, I mean, that's how so I for you. initially found podcasts. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily on the host of it. That's what it made me start listening to certain podcasts because I was traveling a lot at one time, and it was just something different. I wanted to. I, I love music, and I can listen to music all day. But it was nice just to have that odd change every once in a while to have a podcast listening like it was the reason i started listening is i do a lot of crafts and i usually listen to music while i'm doing my crafts but uh somebody had said something about a podcast i believe it was uh it's a very famous podcast now it's um oh i can't believe i forgot the name of them god damn it i love them too 
sucks getting Are you old. talking about last house on the or last, last podcast? podcast on the yes, left? that was the very first podcast I listened to. I remember you telling me that's what made me initially look at it. It wasn't that yes. one I looked at, but I had heard somebody mention it, so I thought, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll try it. I've never listened to a podcast, not exactly sure what to expect. And those guys had me about wetting myself, and I've been stuck on podcast ever since. Yeah. Same, like I said, I initially, because you were listening to that, and you, you found a couple more podcasts around mm-hmm. the same time, and you, you sent one of them to me, which I still listen to this day, and I was like, oh, I'll give it a listen to one of my drives, because like I said, I, at that point in time, I was traveling a lot, so it was like a nice, different, I'm like, I'll give it a shot, why not? And that was years ago, and now yeah. we are hosting a podcast for almost two years now. Yeah. But you know, Every it, once in a while, I'll still listen to music while I crap, but 90% of the time, it's... My podcast, I listen to them, I like them. No, but I'm glad that we can be there for you. Uh, make sure the best advertisement and publicity we can get a- ever, mm-hmm. more than you talking to us, more than you rating us at five stars in a comment, though that helps tremendously, Yes, is simply word of mouth. Yes. Telling your friends. That's how, I mean, I say, I bring up that, this whole story, simply to tell you that's how we even started listening to podcasts, let alone... Right getting the ability to host which I'm beyond blessed with getting that ability but that's how it started start up simply by a friend telling us hey mm-hmm. you should check out this podcast and it's that funny. has now spread You'd like it I we like, tell I... our friends that now listen to this podcast now we have a podcast like yep that's how it spreads so I'm telling you tell your friends kind of like herpes yeah I mean you with know. less sex though well yeah you know I'm just saying <laughs> Word of mouth, literally. <laughs> yeah, okay, true. Okay. You're not wrong. It's definitely mouth herpes. <laughs> Nothing like podcast being mouth herpes. That's great. Wonderful advertisement right there. We should change the title. Doesn't mouth herpes. Doesn't that make you want to listen longer? <laughs> <laughs> I found something out that made me think of you this last week. God, I hope it wasn't herpes. <laughs> no, well, oh, okay. I am past the mouth herpes <laughs> stage. Woo! Um, <laughs> Not in life, really, just in the podcast. <laughs> uh, no. um, Killing fine, don't worry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> ABBA is going to release new music this year. Get out! Uh-huh, they announced it this last week. They are planning for after summer to release new music this year. Oh, wow. Get that. I would love it. I know you would. That's what made me think of you. Chitiquita, you and I know. Oh, my God, I freaking love ABBA. I was this close to buying the ABBA album this weekend. I love albums. I'm one of them people. You do. You have amassed a nice collection, though, because you do it slowly but surely, and find like the you you make really good finds out of it, though. So you know, over time, you've amassed a really nice collection of albums. I did. I was this close. I'm looking for that Air Supply album now that. You mentioned it. Oh, Bought I me a nice Lionel Richie one, though, so I'm not complaining. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Lionel. I agree. <laughs> because he truly is a good singer. Get it? Truly, because that's my song from him. And you got it. I mean, there was, I guess it was, it was all right. Yeah, you know. It was almost as all right as a video I got to watch this last week of a <laughs> fight that broke out in Vegas, which that part really not out of the ordinary at all. <laughs> I was just um, going to say, and. <laughs> that's pretty much just a daily occurrence on the strip i'm sure of it but it was a mini mouse oh fighting Minnie mouse is not supposed to be fighting <laughs> oh this mini mouse was a fighter man it was a woo, it was a fight 
God, uh, Minnie, she was control beating yourself. up a security guard. Oh, God, I hope she didn't mess up her bow. I I mean, she lost her head halfway through. <laughs> so. Them ears was a flying. Just saying. And uh, what's even better was her partner, dressed as Mickey Mouse, real original, was trying desperately to, like, intervene and, like, try to get in between the two and, like, just break it up. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, sorry, it was just absolutely hilarious to watch the video, I'm thinking, because it's just weird to see Minnie Mickey Mouse, Mouse fighting. Fight or, yeah, yeah, Minnie Mouse fighting. It's just weird. Um, a man dresses Goofy. I'm presuming with them as well. I'm hoping with them as well, and there's not just another random Goofy. Uh, literally you just kinda never know in Vegas. Literally just kind of stood to the side, like, bewildered at it all. Just kind of like, <laughs> what is... What? What? But, I mean, she was she was pulling some moves, some headlocks. Not like, she was she was getting it. Uh, she finally got pulled off the security guard, like, the woman's security guard, the Minnie Mouse did. Um, and she took off her large costume shoes, because I'm guessing you can't run on them bitches. Uh, <laughs> shouted, I ain't no bitch, and ran away. Which kind of makes you a bitch. Oh, man. First Minnie's fighting, and now she's cursing. She's down in Vegas. You know she's gambling. Hey, what happens in Vegas stays oh, in Vegas except it. for what goes online, and then you're, you're screwed. Stay out of the brothel, Minnie. So, I did see that video, which I highly suggest you look up because it made me laugh. Maybe I'm just that demented and horrible of a person, but it was viewed 4.5 million times or something like that. Well, of course it was. It's Minnie Mouse getting with, Within like ass. a day or two. So I'm presuming I can't be the only person that had to watch that and go, what is going on? <laughs> Minnie, Minnie Mouse turning into Ronda Rousey. Kind of, honestly. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't think of anybody else, like, closer to date, I don't know. Just the first name. <laughs> I mean, I feel like she's still close to date. Is she? Okay. I think. I don't, I don't know. It's just I the first know. name that popped in when I thought of Ferocious Woman. There you go. It works. Okay. Anyway. It's either that or Cher, so. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wouldn't fight her, man. She's... Oh, okay. What? Why is I don't. I so just. Weird? I. It's weird. It's not a good analogy. That's all I'm saying. I just, Fine. Whatever. Go I mean, back you to know. Ronda Rousey. Go back to her. <laughs> you do you, babe. Okay, boo. No, she was the first person that popped in my mind. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are your mother's child. <laughs> I'm trying here. I'm trying. <laughs> trying to keep things going. I don't remember names at the top of my head all the time. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't say like Bjork. There you go. Bjork. Bjork. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The name. It just gets me. I can't help it. I like saying it. That's wonderful. Anyway, <laughs> me and my wife started, I guess it was almost two weeks ago. It might have been this last week. It might have been two weeks ago. We've all we've been talking about Mass Singer. Me, me and her have been. Because neither of us have ever watched anything of it. So we found on Hulu, they have the, the older seasons. Mm -hmm. So we were like, let's just kind of watch an episode of, I think we turn on like season two. Watch an episode just to kind of see what this hype is about. Because it sounds really kind of stupid if you just think of the premise. So we were like, what is the hype about? And we were talking about so we wanted to see what... I must say, I see what the hype is about. It is yeah. very intriguing and very it fun is. to try to guess along. And very, it'll, it'll, it'll take you in. It does. Because me and your father watched it 
one episode by accident <coughs> when it came on after it. And the next thing you know, we were like, weren't missing it for the rest of that season. Yeah, that's how we were. We watched that one episode just to check it out. Yeah. And now we have like four ep- or three or four episodes left in season two. Because now it's like our thing. <laughs> and you start pulling for like, we I have- want that bear. God damn it, that bear better win. We, right now, we're on thingamajig. We like thingamajig. Yeah, see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel you here. I do. Thingamajig and the fox are, are kicking ass, and I and got swept up in it, I admit. So I could definitely see, and now I'm pretty sure we're going to start watching this season just because. <laughs> I, I couldn't say as I blame you. And I love Ken Jeong. So the fact <laughs> but did that you is, die? So the Sorry. fact that he is one of the judge panelist people... Just makes all the better, and he is so hilarious. What's her name is pretty funny, in, and he gets just about though. as good as me. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. me and Ken get right along because we're guessing pretty much saying I know why. And this My guesses were absolutely positively nowhere in the realm of who the person was. By the way, I think so far, mm-hmm. me and my wife have gotten like one of them. Oh, good, because I was just—I don't know what the hell I was listening to because I was nowhere near. Well. Like, I don't know, one of the last people they just unmasked for us that we were watching was Patty LaBelle. And she does have a distinct voice. Oh, God, So when they yes. all started talking about Patty LaBelle, we were like, me and Carl were both like, I'm seeing That was it. I'm the episode this. me and your dad watched. Because uh, I distinctly <laughs> remember Patty LaBelle, yes. Uh, well, we just passed that episode, trust us. Got it. Uh, another big thing in television, the Super Bowl happened. Yeah! Go! And I must say, I'm a Falcons fan through and through. Mm-hmm. From Georgia, they're my team. You know, hometown. I'm a Steeler. However, I, it's my my home away from home team is Kansas City. I lived 45 minutes away from Arrowhead for a little over four years. Right. Arrowhead Stadium is the only place I've actually seen an NFL game. Uh, it's the one and only NFL game I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen an NFL game. I got blessed with free tickets. The only reason I can say I have. It was, I don't want to say by, I mean, I guess kind of by accident. Yeah, it was just a, a luck of the draw. I happened, my best friend happened to get free tickets because no one else wanted them. And he happened to be at the right place at the right time. I happened to be off. So I was at the right place at the right time. And we went there out and saw go. the game. <laughs> That's the best time to see it is when it's free. Oh, exactly, and it was <laughs> fun. Arrowhead Stadium was amazing. So part of me always pulls for the Chiefs unless it's versus the Falcons or, well, or I'd fighting lo- off a, a team that I need KC to lose yeah. so the Falcons get back. Unless it's something like that, I root for KC just because I'm like, that's my home away from home team. I root for Steelers first, first and always, and then Dolphins, and it's just because, yes, I'm old school. I'm a big Dan Marino fan. Okay, oh so let gosh. it go. <sighs> anyway, I cannot watch a game without picking sides first. I can't do it no, on I a can't. personal level. No, I always level. do. You know, no some people watching, just like no watch sport. a game and are like, oh, I don't care who wins. And I I'm can't like, do that. I, I have to that pick a side. I'm sorry. I'm way too competitive to not have someone I'm rooting for. And because I'm a Steeler fan, I didn't want the 49ers to win. Otherwise, they'll have as many rings as us. And I, so that makes sense to me. purely selfish reasons. But that makes logical sense to me. Like, if, yeah, I had, if it was two teams that I had no pool for in either way whatsoever, I would be doing things like that. Go, I don't want them as many. Exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> uh-uh, no, they can't win. So, with all, all of my friends always being huge Chiefs fans, because they're all from Missouri, I was right. just there for a few years, 
I was pulling for the Chiefs, and it was amazing to see Mahomes, Mahomes <laughs> bring out the win. Thirty-one twenty, baby. Hell of a comeback! Oh, oh it was great. I it know. It was a good game to watch. It really was. I know people were like my husband and had already considered the 49ers the champs long before the game was over. Yeah, you <clears> Honey. <throat> but he was wrong. I'm happy. Chiefs won it. Travis Kelsey did great. It was, it was awesome to watch. Damian that Williams, kind of I comeback. thought, was one of the best, like, all around, like, saviors of us and helped us. The, I can't remember the one dude who had the the sack that really, I think, helped change momentum in our favor, really kind of put it back going to us. It was an amazing game yeah. to watch. And even with the young quarterback, it turns out I was curious, so I had Googled at the end of the game who was the youngest quarterback to have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Turns out it was our very own. Steeler, lovely man, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes, he figures, only 24. Yeah, So it does and he make you start wondering, so. going, you didn't win it. Man, that's, who's younger? That does that's make what I was. Saying, I was like, who, who is younger? He'd have to be awful. And it turns out it was Big Ben. That is pretty cool. I'm like, I forgot just how young he was when he came to us. Yeah. Well, he it started with y'all. Awesome. Didn't he get drafted yes. straight to you? Yes. It was an awesome game. If you didn't watch it, you really missed one hell of a game. Yeah, and that's coming from me. I don't really watch football, and I was very interested in the game. It was. It was a very interesting game to watch. And, of course, your dad had a really nice spread out for us. I love that man. Oh, yeah. It was yummy. I was very happy. It was. He texted so me. He goes, awesome. hey, do you want to come over and watch the game? And I didn't really have any plans. So I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. Why not? You know, it's the Chiefs. I'll, I'll come over and root them on. And he was like, cool, bring your appetite. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> like, this made it worth it. <laughs> He is. I love him. Got to see some great commercials. Yes, some not so great. Yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, little different. <laughs> but there was one with Lil Nas X and um, what's his name? The Oh my gosh. Why can't you think of his name right now? Oh, the uh, older guy, gray hair, mustache. Uh, Sam um, Elliott. Sam Elliott. Thank I you. missed that one. Oh my it. goodness! Why did his name slip my mind? <laughs> I missed that with one. With them so and Sam Elliott. And watching Sam Elliott do a dance-off was just, that was great. I wish I would have seen that one. And, of course, I let everybody down with the whole Mr. Peanut thing. And I apologize. And I frankly believe planners should send me an apology letter. Yeah, what the fuck's up with your follow-up there? Sucked. You made a stupid story last week. And it was an even weirder commercial when the Kool-Aid guy cries a tear... And it brings Mr. Peanut back to life. It was freaking weird. And he started sounding like a dolphin at first. And he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm back. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm back. What happened? I don't know. What the hell was Planners thinking? You made me watch that. I you know. made me curious what was happening. Because I was picking on you last week because that sounded stupid. Well, the ending was even more stupid. I don't Double get it. stupid. I don't like it at all. I don't, I don't know what the hell Planners was thinking, but they screwed the pooch on that. I'll tell you who was thinking. Tide. Bloody amazing. <laughs> that was the funniest gag line ever. They, they, they had Super an amazing Bowl. commercial at the beginning. Like a, a normal length commercial. Hilarious. 
and then they literally had like five second commercials throughout the rest of the Super Bowl playing off of that commercial. Yes. It was awesome. It was. It was I must hilarious. Say. And I frankly like the uh, John Legend and his wife. Okay. And she introduces him and he pulls up and she goes to get in the car and he rolls up the window and she's like, <sighs> and he's like, what's the magic word? Sexiest man alive. <laughs> I love that. That was hilarious to me. You always got like there's always a couple good commercials in mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. There just always is. Even though they're like what was it five? We were looking today. It was like five point eight million for a thirty second yeah. commercial in the Super Bowl. Hello, yes. That's crazy. Yeah, a little bit. How that about you pay me five point eight million? <laughs> oh, that is just thirty seconds. I'm just thinking like that's. To put that down into like yes. thirty seconds. That's all. That's all you get. Thirty seconds. Damn, that's a lot of money. And I don't. If, if you were watching the halftime show, well, which by the way, there's already a thousand memes out about it. Like I swear, by the end of the Super Bowl, there's already memes out that I was seeing <laughs> of Shakira doing that weird little blah, 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 at the end. <laughs> it was. It was weird, and it did catch me off guard. <laughs> and apparently, I wasn't the only one because there's like a million memes out about it now, uh, which will definitely probably be one of the greater memes for at least a good while. However, this halftime show was good. I don't really know how the music was, um, but watching Shakira and J Lo shake it for you—that'll make you a lost week. your sight. I mean, your hearing. I your that'll sight. make someone weak at the knees right there. Wow. <laughs> They are two beautiful women, that's for damn sure. They could be senoritas. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was fun to watch it. Like I said, I'm not a huge football fan, but it was fun to watch the game. It was a good game. It was. And it was really nice and relaxing because I don't do the crowds and shit. And so yeah. it was nice just to have, you know, I, I went over and watched it with my pops and, you know, just had food and just a fun, relaxing time. It was really good. It was. It was real good. I enjoyed it. Thoroughly. I think that is all I really have for. Yeah, that's about all else I got. Came up this week or anything, but I don't think anything did. Um, one thing that did come up that always comes up for me. I don't want to know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> really? That's where we're gonna go with that? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I was gonna go with the ever wonderful Travis's tunes. Oh, okay, that too. Wham! Hit us with the number one song for this year with Careless Whisper. Oh, yes, I love that song. But was it everything she wants? Now, Madonna was all around with Like a Virgin, Crazy for You, Angel, Dress You Up, my personal favorite, Material Girl, all hitting the top 100 charts this year. Ah, yes, I was a Madonna wannabe. Now, take on me with Aha as we go deeper into 1985. It was a video of its time. Like, yes. enough, that was the. It was an upgrade video. It really was. I would have to agree with you. We gave a shout with Tears for Fear because everybody wants to rule the world. Shout. I can't fight this feeling anymore with Ario Speedwagon. I just want to know what love is, foreigner. Starship told us how we built this city while the Commodores worked the night shift and DeBarge just felt the rhythm of the night. I used to have such a crush on Charles DeBarge. That is scary. Uh, Sade was a smooth operator, and Brian Adams was reminiscent about the summer of 69 being heaven. While Prince just wore a raspberry beret. What about love, you ask Hart? 
stuff? Well, we learned Stevie Wonder was a part-time lover. Oh, yeah. Whitney Houston was saving all of my love for you. And Aretha Franklin drove the freeway of love. Yeah. Now, like Simple Minds, don't you forget about me and my <laughs> top picks. There was Chicago with You're the Inspiration. Oh, oh yes. Don Henley with The Boys of Summer. <laughs> However, my number one pick for 1985 goes to USA for Africa with We Are the World. Okay, I agree. Damn it, we agree finally. Yes, well, with the exception of the Bob Dylan segment of that song, We Are the World. <laughs> we are the children. See? Sorry, I always Something. turn into Stevie. With you that do. One. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> They're very different people. Stevie Wonder can sing. Um. Yeah, I know, but do you watch him? And then I do Stevie Wonder, and then I do Eddie Murphy doing the impersonation of Stevie Wonder. So it's just a down it just goes places. Oh my mind! It's a wonderful thing. Well, as we said, we are on episode number eighty-five. Mm -hmm. Eighty-five is the IQ and nickname of Aaron in Alien Three. Oh. E85 is a popular low ethanol gas. Arabajir 85 is a village in India. Oh. The KC85 was a small family of computers built in East Germany in the 80s, but the PMD85 was a personal computer made in Czechoslovakia in 1985. The last of the Federalist Papers, written by Mr. Alexander Hamilton, was called the Federalist Number 85. Huh. According to the Encyclopedia of Chess, because that's a thing, <laughs> A85 is considered the Dutch defense. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> the 85 millimeter is a common caliber for cannons. And let's be honest, she doesn't like to show off a cannon. Hell yeah. Then lastly, 85 is the number worn by Mr. Chad Ochocinco. Uh, so now let's get into this catch of an episode. Let's go 85. I was a teenager then, loving it. Man, okay. you are showing the age. I am old. I dress like Madonna every day if it was possible. You know we're in 2020? 85 was 35 years ago now. Welcome to 2020. This is Barbara Wawa. Sorry. Wawa? Yeah, if you ever watch... See, I go into people who do impersonations of famous people... <laughs> So well, uh, you started with the original, like Barbara Walters, like yes, I know. But then I went into uh, Gilda Radner doing her impersonation <laughs> of Barbara Walters, and she used to say, "Hello, I'm Baba Walla," and it just it went on from there. And see, I don't, I don't know. My Nobody mind knows. is strange. Oh God, we but, that we do know, but wonderful guy. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <clears throat> My first story is very. Interesting, folks. Last time he said this, I had a weird peanut thing going on for a week. I thought you were going to say something else, and I got so <laughs> scared. Oh! God, I thought I was going to need shock therapy there for a second. Okay, no. <clears throat> Woo! God. Ah, uh, my story is we called... so derailed this week. <laughs> Smart Bandage. Yes, there is a new weapon that has emerged in the war on antibiotic resistance. As we all know, people are getting resistant to particular type of antibiotics because they're, like, prescribed for everything now. Yeah, you don't vaccinate. It causes, like, you know, death and shit. Right, yeah, you know, stub your toe. Oh, her from antibiotics. I was picking on the anti-vaxxers, but yeah. Hey, don't vax if you don't want to vax. It's your kid. 
Yeah, they can have a midlife crisis at four. Anyway. <laughs> Damn, you outlived all those friends. This is a creation of a new type of bandage, like a Band-Aid. But, of course, you can't say Band-Aid because that's a brand. Well, that's what a bandage is, so. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so far, you're on track. Thank you. Okay. At first, when you put it on your, first your you wound. you try, but you don't succeed. <laughs> or on your boo-boo. Um, it's on my ouchie. It's on the ouchie. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, Stop, Bryn. God. <laughs> the color of the Band-Aid is green. Now, if it detects an infection, like you put it over some kind of little wound or bite you got, it will then turn yellow and release some antibiotics that are stored inside of its, like, Band-Aid part. Now, and then it'll help treat the infection, of course. But if it turns red... It means you that <laughs> you dying two seconds. You bleeding. <laughs> Say goodnight. I'm bleeding. <laughs> it means that the antibiotics that are uh, provided for you on the Band-Aid are not what that infection needs. And you have to go to the doctor and find out what it is that you need to treat that particular infection. Huh. I just find that really interesting. I feel like a better color than green could have been picked, though. Green makes yeah, you think sick. And also, true. the first infection I always think of is gangrene. Why? I don't know. Well, okay, you're definitely my child. Anyway, uh, I, I was have, thinking... I like, a doctorate behind it of why and a thesis. Is... I just know it's the first one I think of. <laughs> this is really a, a smart and good, I think anyway, invention. Because one time I had, I had gotten bitten by a... Uh, Brown recluse. Brown recluse while we were down in Georgia. Now, I it's such a tiny little bite that they give you. I thought it was a mosquito bite that I had itched open. You know, you can do that sometimes. Oh, so yeah. I put a Band-Aid on it to, you know, keep infection away or whatever you do when you put a Band-Aid on it. Turns out it was actually eating my skin away. So the Band-Aid was a no-no. And had it turned red, I would have known it. True. And I would have went to the doctors earlier instead of waiting for it to stink and going, why does my skin smell like, <laughs> you know, rotten cabbage? So I went and here was, you know, and I got a little scar. I didn't need no skin graft, though. I was close, but nope. <laughs> anyway, all that by the side, I think this is a good invention. That is really cool, actually. It is truly a amazing medical marvel it is it is a course that we can do things like that it was a course invented in china you know they do seem to be yeah of course well i'm saying they seem to be yeah. like light years ahead of other places maybe there's like three or four top places that like are really into definitely ahead of them uh, a couple places are definitely more advanced it seems medically maybe and i would honestly i'd put america up there oh yeah i definitely would i definitely would but uh, this Band-Aid also, of course, because of the detection part, means that the time between the infection and the cure is just a dramatic difference. Oh, yeah. Like I said with my bite, I would have went weeks earlier instead of waiting for it to stink and turn greenish. And no, something wasn't, yeah. Because I didn't know nothing was wrong. So that would have, you know, stopped that. And like the doctor said, I was just but a few days away from a uh, skin graft, so... Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, this you don't really know, especially when you live, like in your case, mm -hmm. we, we literally lived in a swamp. 
in right. a swamp area. There yes, was marshland all around. We were in the middle of swamps. Mm-hmm. We were out at a fish fry. Everybody has a bite of some sort by the end of it. Exactly. Just yes. So much. Right. So many insects all around you. Like it's almost like you don't think anything of it. No. You just think, oh, what? Like, huh? I just assumed I got bit by like a mosquito. That was mm-hmm. it. I really did because it's so tiny and it really doesn't hurt. It itches. Yeah. And the but the doctor had said when you get bit by a brown recluse, it is because you. He called it molested the spider, but that just doesn't sound right. But he Don't said, I That's how you become Spider-Man. probably what I did is I put my arm on like a banister of some sort because we were in pavilions and all to fish fry and there was a brown recluse there and I didn't even know it. And it got me. Well, also brown recluses are small as hell. Yeah. They are teeny ass spiders. Exactly. Exactly. But these should be on the shelves any day now. And I, I think it's a pretty damn smart idea. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Very nifty. So I'm going to be looking out for those. Well, my first story of the week is going to be BrewDog. Now, a Florida brewery made a pretty unique can. And i kind of a big fan of it. Okay. Uh, there is a brewery in Bradenton, Florida. Uh, that It's Motorworks Brewing. It is featuring the faces of four different smiling shelter dogs on each of its cans oh. of what it's calling Adoptable Dog Cruiser Kolsch. Is the okay? Name of the beer. Uh, you say that again. Well, uh, uh, Kolsch is a, a style of like light beer. It's very good. But all right, I there's got gonna you. Be the Adoptable Dog that. Cruiser. That makes more sense. The <laughs> there's hundreds of other dogs at the shelters that are looking for homes and. That's really the point. It's not just to get these four dogs adopted. It's to raise awareness and raise funds in general for them. Uh, And that was from someone from actual Motorworks Brewing. I think that's an amazingly awesome idea. It's it's I love it. You'll have drunk people everywhere. Got I I want this dog. Somebody get this dog for me, please. Now what's awesome is the funds raised from these four packs and the cases of twenty four cans that they sell. Uh, will go straight to the Shelter Manatee, which is local to them, and help them build a new facility. Oh, see, that's awesome. Now, the clever cans are already helping the four-legged Floridians find their forever homes. Yay. Morton and King, two of the dogs featured on the labels, um, were adopted with the first release day. Already adopted out. This you got to watch your dogs down there in Florida, man. Them gators just... <laughs> <laughs> this is just a way of connecting good people with good beer and good animals and good boys. I think it's awesome. I'd buy the beer and I don't even drink beer. The labels uh, for the beer cans feature not only an adorable photo of each pup, but they also tell you a little story about the dog oh, and information on how to donate to the shelter and how to get in contact with them. Oh, my gosh. If they put this on wine, I am screwed. I'm having about right. 12, 15 dogs at least. The response from the project's already been overwhelming uh, from someone from the, the shelter was saying. Said they just have, have had countless calls and messages about all their programs that they have there and they are elated to have raised so much awareness and in turn money to help them build this new shelter and all so it's really like getting behind this initiative has worked out amazing for them i wonder who's who's the the person behind this awesome idea well if you want to fetch a can of this motorworks adoptable dog cruiser you'll have to actually stop by their tap room that's the only place they sell it 
Uh, the cans are available four pack for nine bucks or twenty four pack for forty. So they're definitely pricier because they're definitely you know a small small brewery. But I that would is do kick it ass. I would do it in a freaking heartbeat. And what's really cool is that was my first story up until today. Getting ready for the podcast, I was I, I read through the news every day. In part due to my interest, but also in part due to the podcast. I'm always looking for, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. See what's on about every day. I'm, I'm reading news and different outlets and all this kind of things. Wouldn't you know, I found this story talking about this specific brewery. And, oh, uh, wait, help someone all the way up in Minnesota. Same yeah. Thing. Well, a Minnesota woman had their pup go missing three years ago. Oh. Now, Monica Mathias. Ma- Matthias's dog, Hazel, ran away from her Iowa home. Obviously, I said Minnesota, but that's because this was three years ago. Uh, she searched everywhere. She was constantly calling shelters. She was never able to find Hazel to this day, always looking for her. Uh, now she lives up in Minnesota, and while she was just scrolling through Facebook like most of us do, she saw this article about MotorWorks Brewing. Uh, about a brewery in this Manatee County, Florida, that's putting photos of local dogs available up for adoption. Was reading through it and probably thinking the same thing we are, honestly. Like, oh, that's really cool. Until she saw the pictures. And she goes, I saw one of the dogs in there, and I was like, oh my gosh, that looks like my dog. Oh my goodness. Well, the dog was named Day Day. And when the Manatee County Animal Services scanned her for a microchip, they found that she did, in fact, belong to Mathis. But her last name was wrong, and the address was outdated, obviously, because oh, sure, this is from yeah. three years ago. Right. Uh, well, she provided the documentation proving that Day Day was actually Hazel, um, and they're actually going to be reunited in this upcoming week. <laughs> so I had to add that in as, like, a tell oh, end of the story. I love stories like that. Because I thought it was so cool. I, well, first, I thought the story was cool in general, and I wanted to bring it up. Like, it was already a planned story for mine. And then just today I added on that part because, like I said, I was flipping through and I was reading that. And I'm going, oh my, that's so cool. I have to add this in. That is that I love. About how it's already a success. Not only in like helping that. the shelter, adopting two dogs on the very first day, but it's also, it literally reunited someone that lost their pup three years ago. Holy Just because it happened to be, what are the odds? That just happened to be one of the dogs they picked to put exactly. on a can. She happened to see the article like we did, read through it, and go, Holy shit, hold and on. And how that's... far apart can you get between Florida and Minnesota? Yeah. I mean, for real, folks. <laughs> that's crazy, I thought. That's awesome. That is wonderful. I hope all these pets get adopted. Oh, yeah. Good, I huh. love it. I love uh, that story. I'm sorry. That's an awesome damn story. Okay. Well, we are done with our month of the frozen package thoughts. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I like getting them. that stuff. That I did, too. Good. They were all good, too. We yes, had a they were. They got better throughout the month. They did. Somehow you managed. I, I know you I don't think you've done that on purpose. No. I don't think you're able to I've do that because we've never tried it. I've never tasted any of them before, so it's been possible. <laughs> but you managed to just get better and better every week. It went from good, better, better, better. And I was just dumbfounded at the very first one with no the second that was second the and i was like this is the best ever the and then we went we and had, had another the, um, oh what were they the mochi balls oh yes which the were strawberry also very mochi good bar. yes <laughs> also very tasty anyway it's a shame that we're done with that but we have some good yum yums for you anyway 
Now, for today, we have Haribo. Is that how you say that, by the way? Uh, yeah, Herbo, Haribo, Haribo. Haribo. Watermelon slices. Now, these, I opened these up in the, the air filled with the wonderful... Amazing scent of watermelon. Agreed. <laughs> These are new, and they do look like little tiny slices, like when you get a slice of watermelon, so that's kind of cool. I am so down with. So, these look absolutely delicious. And if you're... I'm not big on gummies, but there really? is something to be said about the Haribo brand as compared to other gummies. I would have to agree with you. Uh, what I found... They're called Black Forest Gummies. There's some kind of organic, but they're a brand uh -huh. of them. Also, some of the most flavorful gummies I think I've ever had in my life. I've I like gummies, though. Like, I, I, a common yes. snack for me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the gummy bear is, of course, started in Germany, but gummy bear, it, it, it's funny that. We call them gummy bears, but what Haribo actually stands for in German is rubber bear. Really? Yes, but they didn't like the sound of it, so everybody started calling them gummy bear instead. Yeah, it definitely has a better yeah. a better feel than rubber bear. Rubber bear. Yeah, you, rubber bear. you wouldn't want to eat rubber. It's not a very, like, yeah. not a flavor or a word that makes you want to eat. <laughs> These do smell delicious. They got, like, a marshmallowy thing on the end with the green, too. Oh, man, that flavor's... Freaking powerful. Just to let you know, at the main factory in Germany, the Haribo factory, you can actually buy gummy bears with acorns. Why, you ask? Because they also own a wildlife sanctuary, and that helps feed the wildlife. Ah, okay. So if you go there, you can actually hand over a bag of acorns, and they will give you a bag of gummies. So I'm that's kind of cool. I think that's kind of neat. I really That do. is really neat. And the Haribo produces 100 million gummies each and every day. Every day? Every day. Damn! And I think your wife eats half of them. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> wow. That's great. I didn't... Wow. Those are good, though. I like those them. Those are hella good. Mm-hmm. I really I like do. Those. I like those. Mm. I don't think I've tasted anything... This true to the fruit flavor. Yeah, I can't. Besides, I, I see what you mean by that, a blue Jolly Rancher. But what is a blue Jolly Rancher flavor? Blue raspberry. That's not a fruit. Okay, whatever. But see, that's the crazy thing. Blue raspberry is one of the most common flavors out there. Yeah. Like for just about anything, it's literally not a thing. It's a made up flavor essentially you know it's, it's a I mix of it raspberry is, yeah. like yeah there's a raspberry base to it and that's a fruit right. but there's no such thing as like a blue raspberry there's, there's raspberries <laughs> raspberries and then there's blueberries but there's no blue raspberry kind of crazy when you think about it okay those are damn good you're gonna have to take these home for your wife though wow no the rest of this bag they're staying with me they're staying in my car because she is like our gummy kind of seer. Mm, I will say good. for Christmas, mm, mm, I mm. bought her a bucket of uh, of gummy bears, or rubber bears as we now know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what's funny is she had the exact same gift bought to her by someone else. So it's And I'll bet you not a single gummy bear went to waste. Oh, gosh. No, like, she was happy. happy <laughs> yeah, so I was just going to say. It's just funny that like that shows you it's definitely one of her favorite She snacks. does like gummy gummy bars. Okay, those were delicious. Mm. 
I know we should get on to the second story, but a part of me wants to just hang out and eat the rest of the bag. Hey, you were just trying to give a, a fond farewell to the freezer month to make sure we still had something <laughs> yes. good. Woof. I like that. So far, nothing bad, man. Let's keep this trend on. 2020, John. all good. Let's hope. Except all right. I just know that's not going to be a thing. Shall we move on then? Oh, yeah. Oh, y'all see these? Get them, eat them, you're going to love them. They're not just for kids. Those damn things are good. No, kids and grown-ups, like, or no, what is it, like, kids and grown-ups, so everybody loves it, or the happy word of Haribo. I don't know. know It's their jingle there. Yeah. (laughs) I miss being over in Germany where there used to be little Haribo stores, like, on the corners. Uh Uh-huh. And they were All good. Over. Oh, God, they were good. Yes. They were good. Yes, there were those mm. straight up gummy stores, and you walk in there, and you just smell yes. the delicious sugary. Yes. You, like, go into a sugar uh. freaking <laughs> craze just walking around it because you're like, I smell. I smell a hair bow star. I just want to try everything. Yes. I'll take one of all, please. And they're so nice at those stores. They give you little samples of whatever you want. Oh, yeah. They're awesome. Okay. My story here is called Major Headache. This is a little gross, but interesting all the same. Okay. Just to pre-warn you. Interesting. A Texas man who was suffering from major headaches for well over a year has finally been given an answer. Damn. Okay. I just want to have it be known. I've had a headache for about, I want to say, about two and a half days now. Oh, I hope this isn't the reason. <laughs> I couldn't imagine a year. Yes, could you imagine a year-long headache? I, I'm i sorry, but I don't really feel in my heart of hearts that there is a worse, like, symptom of something. You know, I, you get, like, maybe you slept on your shoulder wrong or just other things. You stub your toe. They all hurt, but a headache just stays there, and mm. everything you do is affected by by that stupid ass headache. Said, it was a little over two straight days I had a headache. Oh, that was And just I was going me. crazy this yes. last week. Because I thought, at first I got it one evening and I was like, whatever. And I finally went to bed. I'm just like, maybe if I go to sleep, I'll. And it stayed with me the entire next day. Woke oh. up the day after with still a headache until all the way to that night. And I was going to go crazy. That would drive me insane. Not a far trip, but. And it, it wasn't even like the worst headache I've ever had, but it was just enough to be painful and annoying right. for. A stretch of time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, he'd been given it his answer. This uh, was just on January 28th. This all happened, so this is way new. Doctors found tapeworm larvae that had taken up space in his brainstem. <laughs> I told you it wasn't like, you know, good. Kind of. Kind of good. Kind of not. Anyway. No, no, no good. <laughs> it was a cyst that was full of tapeworm larvae, and it literally could have killed him if it would have opened up. How do you get a cyst of tapeworms? That's the thing. In your head. In your head. (laughs) (laughs) That is the thing. If he waited any longer to seek help, his doctor said he would have definitely, uh, you know, had like a stroke or like an aneurysm type because of this. With tapeworms that just started crawling out of him? Well, like no, but they seen. gave him an MRI, and they could see something in his head when they, you know, gave him Damn more and brain. went to look at it. Here it was. It was, it was like this little cyst just full of tapeworms. 
Ugh. They actually showed a picture on the side. I don't want to see that too. picture. Yeah, it was kind of gross. Anyway, <laughs> the 40-year-old Texas man said his pain had gotten so severe that it literally made him sweat and vomit several times a day. That's how bad his headache had become. How did this dude not go to the hospital already? It, that's exactly what I was thinking. Why did he wait so long? This, You know what I mean? Probably because the cost. Yeah. Or maybe he didn't have American insurance, you know, as well. As, yeah, exactly. You you just don't know. Anyway, our uh, like I said, an MRI had revealed the cause. But you have to ask yourself, how in the hell did tapeworm larvae get up in this guy's brain stem? Well... They have likely lived there for years, the doctor said, and while... Not making any better. No. While this <laughs> is very rare, there are actually about 1,000 cases in the United States every year of this. Really? Yes, yes. The tapeworm entered his body, and instead of going to your intestines, which is usually where the tapeworm hangs out, it travels to the bo- to the bottom of your brain stems. For some reason, in some people, the tapeworm travels upward. It doesn't go to your intestine. It goes upward, and it lays larvae, its eggs and all, and there it is. It's just so, that makes me want to, like, gag. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty kind of gross. I got to be honest with you. Anyway, he underwent emergency surgery, and he is recovering now. He is fine he looks good he is finally headache free so he's happy as could possibly be and they said he probably got the tapeworm like most people get it either infected water source or uh infected pork Hmm. and just instead of going to the intestines it travels upward and this is about like i said a thousand cases a year this happens actually wow so I kind of found that rare, but interesting. That is so... I mean, kind of sick in parts, yes, but interesting. That's it. Wow. You just think of when somebody says they got tapeworm, you instantly go, oh, man, now you have to shit it out. Well, you know, you're not going to be able to shit it out when it's on your brainstem. No, 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 I don't think there's a way And like I said, they showed a picture. I don't want to know about the picture the, of it. The doctor removed the cyst intact. Well, otherwise it would just oh, exactly, and then he smushed it, and you could see all the tapeworm larvae. No, that's gross as hell. That literally makes me want to throw up. Okay, well, um, uh. have another watermelon, Hero. The fuck no, not right now. <laughs> uh, my we should have had gummy worms. Oh, oh god, <laughs> my second story of the week is mail call. Mail call. Well, right. uh, we're gonna go over into Virginia. Okay. Which, by the way, I, I like Virginia. Go ahead. I just want to make it known that my first story was a Florida story, and for once was not horrendous. Hey, that's right. There was I no like Florida man. Might be a first. Oh, in reaction I didn't history. know there were any other stories that came out of Florida. A really cool brewery, apparently. Huh. Anyway, we're gonna go up the coast, over into Virginia Beach. Oh, I like Virginia Beach even better than I do Virginia. Now we know. A, a mail carrier's job for the United States Post Service can probably be pretty tough. Oh, sure. I mean, their slogan, for goodness sakes, is neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night will stop them from getting the task done. Right. You know, like, that's their, their And model. in Virginia, so they a, get all four seasons, so that guy's got to... You, you do. So I can imagine it being uh, definitely a strenuous job oh, at times. Yes, yes. Well, one 
Postal Service employees said the job was too overwhelming. So, instead of delivering the mail, he started stashing. Oh, okay. Well, that's not really good for people who need their bills. And yeah. And... Well, Mr. Jason De La Cruz never got the mail that he uh, stored away in Virginia Beach facility to his final destination, to their its final destination. Uh, officials said they were actually tipped off this last May. So, wow. a little bit ago, uh, when a witness took photos of what was happening and contacted the USPS. Oh. He, they just happened to see it and was like, that something doesn't look right. You know, it's just... This isn't a normal scenario. And when people mess with mail, isn't it a federal offense? It is. Ooh, he in Chaba. Well, originally officials said Dela Cruz said he didn't go anywhere after work when he was questioned, but eventually he did confess, saying that he can't make time and felt pressure to get his route done. Well, he started stashing the letters actually all the way back in November or December of 2018. Wow. They think. Um, but it wasn't until February of 2019 that he actually started running the storage unit for $49 Holy a month shit. to stash it. Because it was just getting so high. So he actually ran a storage unit for $49 a month to stash this excess mail. Now, Dela Cruz said he intended to deliver the surplus mail, but he never found the time. When the unit was searched, officials found mail stacked along the back wall including 17 bundles of advertisements dated all the way from January through May of 2019. 97 pieces of first-class mail, including tax return documents, oh. bank statements, Department of Motor Vehicle mail, uh, 115 second-class mails to include magazines, and 4,723 other pieces of advertising mail. Holy shit. The USPS did deliver all the first-class mail when it was found and discovered there. Uh, and then they toss the advertisements out because, oh, well, yeah. it turns out they're a little outdated now. You're not going to get that deal on strawberries, Donald John Eagle. It's not happening. <laughs> You're a couple months late. Uh, he did plead guilty to the delay of mail matter uh, by officer or employee and will be sentenced in federal court uh, this upcoming month. Wow. I just thought of what if somebody were to get, like, you know how you get those car things? Like, things for your car if something's wrong and they they change it all oh, like a recall a recall thank you what if you had a recall on something very important like you know how they do recalls on car seats and stuff for children oh yeah i was thinking what if like there was like tax return documents in there yeah you know you people think their tax returns aren't coming to them and shit you know and something like that or what about a bill you're getting a late fee and you never got this bill yeah, yeah. well i sent it out because we all know those oh, damn bill gosh, collectors yes. they don't give a yes. shit they, I had, we had this issue once, um, at this new house we're in with our, I think it was our sewage or some shit, but we were fine. We, the late fee was only like two or three dollars, but it bothered me because if you know me, I am very meticulous about those kind of things. Like, yes, you do take after your father for that. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm not a person that's ever late on a payment, no, no matter what it is. I'm early. Right. I just, I have it all kind of dated out specifically okay i get this this day so i know this week i pay it because it's due actually the week after i do that with all of my bills like both me and my wife were very you know everything is very organized when it comes down to that kind of stuff with us right and we didn't get a bill one month and I, when you go through as much as we do with not only your bills that you get every month not to mention all the things that happen in life when that doesn't come in you don't really think about it 
No, you like, don't. Oh, I haven't gotten this bill. Yeah, you don't. You're not like waking up in the morning going, "When did I pay my sewage last?" Yeah, and I can't. I think it was that. I can't remember. Which whatever one the was. bill may be. I think it was like so it was one of those types of bills. Yes. One of the uh, like utility style bill. Got it. And we got the one the next month, and it was late. And we were like, "Why? Why is it saying we have a late fee?" And even even my wife was like, "Did you not pay it last month, Dave? Like, did you forget it?" And I'm like, "I don't remember getting anything." Right. And we told them this. We were like, "Hey, you know, we're putting a, a late fee. We have no problem paying. You can see our history. We've never missed or yeah, not exactly. paid at all. It doesn't really matter to us." We never got this. They literally told us, "Well, we mailed it, so I don't know. You'd have to check with your mail carrier." Exactly. We we're like, "That's what no, 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 that's not a mail carrier say. issue. I'm letting you know." <laughs> it did not come in. Well, we mailed them all out together. Okay, that's wonderful. I have not received it. So therefore, I don't know what to pay you. Oh man, what if those people, one of them, were the winners of the published clearinghouse sweepstakes? The what? Huh? The publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes. What is that? Comes in and and it used to be Ed McMahon, but now that he's gone, it's not. It's somebody else, and they come and they give you those giant million dollar checks and the balloons. Oh. Okay. How would they have known they won? person showing up to their door with a million dollar check yeah probably. but you're supposed to with the mail and it comes in the mail saying you are close to being a winner and then you do it and then they send you another one it's yeah so anyway okay anyway i'm more so going with like bills and tax returns i think we're pretty <laughs> high up on the list yeah. or what about the dmv because everybody loves them here <laughs> they're sending you a registration or some shit for your car and right. now you got cops on your ass because you don't have a registration or it's outdated you know or whatever. What you're else? like i know i implied for it. i here it is. You know what else sucks? My husband pays for his, like, fishing license or hunting license and that through the mail. So what if he was waiting for his fishing license to come in and it never come in? He would huh. be pissed. He'd be like, oh, no, I'm fishing. I'm fish. I don't care. I paid. I'm fishing. And then, I mean, you can go down to just the basics of... What if you got a, a letter from your grandma or some shit? Yeah. Man, I want that shit. I want that That's card. Right, damn it. And some of y'all got rich family members, and you know who I'm talking about when I say that. You ain't got to be their best friend. But you know when they get a card in, there's like a nice little checkup in there. And you know what else? I'm thinking, because we're military. We got military background. What if, like, somebody's in basic, and they be mailing you letters, and that's all they want in basic is for mail, because they got nothing else to be kind of hopeful for. And you're thinking, well, they ain't mailing me a letter. I'm not going to mail them nothing. That just sucks all the way around. That's all I'm saying. Really does. Mr. Postman, you wrong. I mean, the ads part, a lot of people probably liked. Man, I haven't had gotten ads in years. It's awesome. It's been months. <laughs> just, just wrong in so many ways. Okay. Now we know what that means. Last clip. I got for you the Royal throne and no i'm not talking tea and crumpets i'm talking the other kind of throne porcelain yeah there you are at an auction earlier this month actually that would be january this story came out and so it was only this month it happened in the last four days yeah okay anyway at an auction earlier frank sinatra's marble and gold toilet from his personal suite at the Gold Nugget Hotel in New Jersey. Yeah, there's a lot of nuggets up in there. <laughs> Sold for more than ten grand. Somebody 
spent hard-earned cash. Now, I love blue eyes. I'm telling you right now, if you know anything about me, you know I love me some Frankie. I ain't paying over 10 grand for something he shit in. But his ass has been there. Yeah, you know what? I don't you can really rub asses with Mr. Sinatra. I get... No. See, I don't... Mm, no. No. It just... He shit there, dude. Probably. Pe oh, not probably. No one but Sinatra was permitted to use this particular com commode, commode, commode in the Grand Nugget Hotel. Maybe Nancy. It was made for his suite, and he was the only one who used it, and when he didn't stay at that suite, nobody else was permitted to go into that bathroom. What about Nancy? Nobody. Are you not getting me? No. Uh, they've been bumping money. uglies. I think they can no share money. an ass cheek holding spot. But this is shit. We're not talking ass cheek okay. bumping. I don't think they preserved a, a <laughs> fucking golden turd up in there. I'm just saying. I have a feeling oh, someone's probably cleaned it. Somebody paid a lot of money just to have a bowl so not to okay. shit in. First of all, it's not just a bowl you shit in. It's marble and gold. Yeah, but Frank shitting it. Marble and gold. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. The auction the auction sold many, many of Sinatra's items from this 6,000 square foot suite that he used to have, which was personally designed just for old blue eyes himself. Anyway. Must be nice to be mob boss and shit. I'm sure it is. I'm sure <laughs> it is. <laughs> Casino tycoon Steve Wynn uh, headed up the auction, and there were two other toilets from the suite at auction, but uh, they were not Sinatra's personal throne, so they only went for like two or three grand. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, so you could have shit a few times over in that one. And he may have just pooped in those as well. He may have. Maybe he may he was... have set his bare naked ass and... Maybe he was playing like, you know, who can shat around the world, <laughs> going in circles. And sang his little song while he was pooping. Who knows? Who New sings a song York. when they poop? Maybe Frankie. Why? No. No, that's not normal. Well, maybe for him it was. No, not for anyone. I'm just saying there's people out there that just spent over 10 grand. I'm surprised you're not like, oh, I'm jealous. No, I love Frankie, but I don't want something he shit in. You want to give me something cool, Frankie's? Hey, now we're talking. Give me one of his old microphones. You know, them old-style microphones that he used to croon in? Not a toilet. That one of be... his hats. One of his old ties. Something like that. But wouldn't it be cool to have that as, like, a centerpiece in your living room or some shit? Oh, yeah, that would be awesome to have a toilet in your living okay, room. Okay, you're thinking of this like it's a goddamn, uh, you know, prison toilet here. <laughs> It's it's. Hi, come look. in, have a seat. Don't open the seat up. Just sit down. Okay, thanks. It's gonna be a pretty nice looking freaking commode. It's marble and gold. They had pictures of it. I found it tacky as hell, but hey, whatever. Just like Sinatra. It was Frankie style. Exactly, it was Frankie style. And I get that. I ain't paying ten grand for a used toilet. If I'm paying that much for a toilet, god damn it, nobody better shit in it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I don't think the person who bought it, I don't think he's actually going to go install it in their local plumbing. <laughs> and go, oh, great. My well, starting to get on. I need a new a toilet. toilet. You put it in the living room. I just told you. You put it out front with 
freaking flowers in it? No, you put it in the living room on a pedestal. No, you don't. Yes, you you don't do. do that. Case that shit up in glass, man. <laughs> After I sat in my bed, I saw it once just because I can go, eh. I rubbed those cheeks with Frankie. I mean, that part was not near as entertaining for me. I, <laughs> I want to do it on gold. my shit in San Francisco. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm going to go to my last clip <laughs> before we go any farther down that dreadful toilet bowl whirlwind. And I'm I'm going to do one. I'm going to try to test your grossness, see if I can outgross your second oh, story. Oh, trying to outgross the old worms. With eel fate. Ooh, I like eels. I adopted a Morio once. I know. I Weird. used to love getting pictures of him. They did actually send you pictures, which is kind of creepy. Oh, and I, I never knew cool. if it was Samuel. I'm they could literally just be sending me Google images of this shit. Because this is before Google images was a thing. So like, they could literally just the stock image of, you know. It was cool as shit. They Newsletters the all about, the, you know, like what the eel's do and what he eats. It was cool shit. Well, it doesn't take a lot of common sense uh, to know that sticking a live eel or dead or half dead it doesn't take a lot of common sense to know that don't stick an eel up one's rear end i don't think that is something that needs to be taught i think that is something that just should be ingrained yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well we're gonna go over to china of course because <laughs> where else would you stick an eel up your ass but in china right uh, a grown adult man by the way i just want to make that know this wasn't like you know He's the same kind of guy who would pay over ten grand for a shitter. Used. <laughs> yeah, that, anyway. This grown adult man from China decided to find out the hard way, and it almost proved fatal. You the don't say! 49-year-old from the Baiyan district in Gungzhou, the capital of South China's Gungdong province. Which, sure. Yeah, I know I didn't say any of those words right. F you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? Kim the hell I'm reading. That's where he's from. He's from China. It's a big ass country. You gotta narrow it down. He's from Egg Roll, China. I'm sure of it. God. Uh, he had to be rushed to the hospital, uh, where he he sought medical advice from his friends after suffering from constipation. He's, well, yeah, you can't shit out an eel. Oh, this is before, and he was constipated, so they suggest he follow the old folk folklore method. Of curing constipation by shoving a live eel's whoop one anus. Oh, yeah. Good friends he's got. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they're <laughs> hilarious friends. I didn't think anybody would be stupid enough to listen to them, but yeah. Uh, instead of seeking medical advice, or even a second opinion for that matter. He was on Saki. He went ahead and went, you know what? I'll Let's do it. it. He admitted himself to the hospital after experiencing intestine or intense stomach pain. No shit. Jeez, really? Even after admitting himself, Lou refused to sell, tell the doctors that he shoved a 20-inch-long eel up his anus. <gasps> ah! Doctors at the hospital said he came in complaining of severe stomach pain and said nothing more. He was rushed into an emergency operation theater uh, because they obviously knew something was not right. <gasps> Which, by the way, yeah, this is an audio podcast, but while I'm saying this... Oh. Mama I'm just measuring. Over here measuring like 20 inches to herself like on its about. Oh, like oh man, it's oh. making me squeeze my butt together. Uh, he, like I said, he was rushed into uh, the operation theater where emergency surgery was conducted. 
Um, and the doctors, believe it or not, were very shocked to find a 1.2-inch thick eel inside his stomach. I think shocked. Yeah, that's one word for it. <laughs> we opened up his stomach. Oh, my God. We opened up his stomach and saw the eel amongst his feces and food debris. He also suffered a punctured pancreas. The doctors found out that the eel had torn through his intestine and damaged his stomach, almost killing him in the process. Oh, my. Uh, the doctors said the eels were effective burrowers, and that's what kind of maximized the damage. Asian swamp eels have scaleless and slender bodies, allowing them to move in waves and burrow efficiently. Their teeth appear like bristles, and they have one V-shaped gill located beneath their head. Mm. Uh, the doctor said he would have honestly that Lou would have honestly had died had he not been had he been operated on any later due to the blockage. Uh, when we asked the patient after surgery, he said the eel swam up by itself, which how? Um, however, he did later admit that he had put it there himself when he followed a folk remedy for bowel obstruction. Next time, try apple juice. The doctor warned those inclined to follow the folklore method of curing constipation that the home remedy has never been effective and was not rooted in any scientific basis. No, it was a bunch of guys who had too much sake gun. Watch this, watch this, watch me get him here. That's, I, wow. A big ass eel. And like, I mean, it's just a slender, like, how does he, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, how did he even get it up there? And I mean, I get when you first roll in sushi rice and seaweed and stick it up, you know? You don't really want to let them know that, hey, by the way, I think this might be what's causing the pain. I'm feeling a little discomfort. Why? What happened? Oh, okay. Well, what had happened was I stuck an eel up my ass. However, when they find it, like, bust it, they just pulled out your stomach, saved your life, so they now know that there was an eel inside of you. They're going to ask how because. Yeah! How? How do you think you are going to get away with the story of, I don't know, it just swam up my ass? That's not believable. You're no. not just sitting down somewhere and a 20 inch fucking eel is just going to swim up your ass and go, whoop, oh, hey there, buddy. Like, how, how open are you? And you're not going to, like, if that were to happen, you're not going to, like, run to your doctor and say, I think an eel just swam up my ass, doc. Yeah. I had a little bit of pleasure down there. I don't think it was a butt plug. It kept swimming. I, I, the stupidity, I, wow. And all I could think of is like a slimy eel that he had a hole, he had a hole there, pants down. And wait for that little sucker like, to burrow on up. And be like, burrow in my ass, burrow in it, burrow. No, That had close. to be some severe ass pain. <laughs> See what you did then, ass pain. Uh, I'm just, Wow. I'd rather just not shit. I'm sitting there, and I keep thinking of the eel that you had stated before you had adopted. Remember, we went to see oh, it. Yeah. it was at the zoo or at the aquarium, I mean. The zoo. <laughs> like it's hanging out in a pen. It's a water anyway, zoo. We, <laughs> we had seen it. You could, you know, oh, it was yeah. on display, and I'm trying to think of this eel. Well, this is that's a different kind of it eel. It is. I know there are many different types and all, but in my head, I'm seeing this little eel. Yeah. That one is, it was a much bigger eel. This one is, oh. is kind of thinner. What the hell is wrong with you? Uh, a lot, man. It's just like, I don't know Who what makes Who does you... this stuff? Uh, apparently Mr. Lou in China. Well, like, Mr. Lou, do not have children. That would have been more of what this eel would look like. shit.
that style of eel. How? I don't want to know. Long. I don't want to know. That's <laughs> almost two feet. That is okay. damn near a two-foot eel. I'd rather have tapeworms on my brainstem. I'd... Uh, no, I don't want any of that. I'd oh, rather no. have Frank Sinatra's toilet. What? Yeah, cool story. I am not... No, we don't want Frankie's shit. I don't want to kneel up my well, ass. That guy couldn't have shit, so he he wanted anybody. He just wanted to shit. I don't want tapeworms in my brain. God damn it, I just want to drink some of that beer with the dog on it. <laughs> beer with the dog on it? That's all I want. Everything else can just go to hell. That is disgusting. Major, I am so like, what? Yeah, now you know how I felt with your story. Maybe this one's not as bad because I like pre-read it, so I had that like, I I was I pre-warned myself about this story because I knew it. Like I, I already read this. I can't. I'm just. I'm stunned. I am. I don't I know am what stunned. will make you think to do that. That's what I'm saying. What the hell went through his head? I'm. I can't shit. I think I'll shove a nail up there. Or a friend just saying, "Oh, you got the old fork." Like I have a hard time believing his friend was serious. I'm not saying he wasn't. Has Maybe he, he never... was. Maybe he was one of those people. But I just have. A, I have. I could see it more being a friend going, well, <laughs> you can always do that old folklore they talk about shoving the eel up your butt. Has and he like never that. been to a pharmacy where you can buy laxatives? Has he never been to an aquarium and saw an eel? I do. I'm just like so many questions I have for this guy. Just I want him to sit down right now in front of me so I can talk to him. I don't think him. he's sitting right now. Well, no, he's probably standing. But I want to talk to this guy. He's had a little rough time. I have just the major question, of course, is why. Okay, that's just first and foremost. I gotta ask. Why? <laughs> Lack With of being able to shit. Juice. Not enough fiber. Drink apple juice. Eat prunes. I'm. I'm just saying. Have a cup of fucking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many other things to do before you get to shove a nail up my ass. Maybe he tried those things. I don't think he did. <laughs> you don't think he tried all that? I don't think he did. I feel like there was other options still left on the table. You know, I'm just saying there are many other things to try even before. Enema. You can buy enemas. I'm just imagining how, like, you know mm. how to be slimy. Like, just nasty and that had that slime around his... And I want to know, where did he get the eel? Did he, like, go <laughs> to the supermarket and be like, hey, I'll take the eel in the tub, please? What's funny is I could never find through this entire story where he, like, procured the eel. Because that was a thought I had after I read it. I'm like... I want to know. Where did he get... Did he, like, just go to the local swamp and been like, go eel hunting? Fishing an eel? And instead of, you know, noodling with his fingers, he was noodling with his asshole? And then to not tell the doctor, like, they're not going to find out you shoved the 20-inch eel up your ass. Yeah, at some point in time, they're going to notice there's an eel inside of you. And go, they're gonna, that's they're not gonna, good. They're going to realize it. They're and gonna then they see. realize it. They ask you about it, and you go, oh, you just swam up there. Yeah. I was just out for a lovely swim with the lads. And voila. Well, I don't think they call them lads in China, but yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just, know. wow. Sayonara, Puckerero. Oh, this is puckered. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I want to just have a conversation with this guy really, really bad. I'm if really you're out there, Mister, call me, okay? Just call me. I We've am got scared to, to have this conversation. <laughs> we have so got to talk.
Well, that is all that I have for this week. That's all I can take. That's, that's probably all anybody can take. Uh, if you have taken us this long, congratulations. Yay! Um, you have made it to the end. Aren't you happy? This Yay. will break up your monotony. <laughs> Uh, it break up your monotony, your constipation, whatever else you need. Hey, it's fine. you know, it's there. <laughs> no, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you are hitting us up on our social media, yes, Facebook, please. our Twitter, and uh, emailing us. us, giving us that five-star rating and a review that helps us out so, so much. And please, please, please tell your friends, I want to hear from you, you new listeners out there. Uh, if this tell is your, your first friends. time ever listening... Let us know what you thought. Good, bad, different. We just want to know. That's right. Tell everybody. Tell your butt doctor. Tell them all. Tell your auctioneer. Tell the person that you got the eel from. There you go. Go. Yeah. Tell it on the mountain, baby. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, as always, we do. Uh, we'll be back next week. Make sure you join us in for episode 86. I hope you had a blast this week, as always. Make sure you spay and new to your pets. And, and some, some of your relatives. relatives. Like any of those eel shoving ass if people. If you're his relative. Just stop it. Just Don't procreate. Throw yourself out of the family tree. Hang mm. yourself.